Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In the pole position in Indy. The pole's position. It's time for pole's position. So the number one pick, by the way, for the Bears is secured. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. What will Ryan Poles do with the number one pick? I got a lot of confidence in our ability to see talent on the field. The human being, we got to figure out. We're counting down the days till the NFL draft. How about the number one pick with the Bears? Caleb Williams, the one thing that is clear, he is not special. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I feel like he's a, a young version of Patrick Mahomes. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 We don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago. We don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. We don't want to go to some Sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. This is a franchise where quarterbacks go to die. Field. Not sure yet. Not sure. M- maybe not working out. Bruh, where are y'all seeing this? Like, what makes him not the quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now? Holes position with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. With the first pick, the Chicago Bears select the Parkins and Spiegel Show. Afternoons on The Score. Every day at 3 o'clock, we try to get inside the mind of Ryan Poles about the draft and free agency and trades and quarterbacks. Tomorrow is our QB1 Town Hall. Got a nice little show put together. We got some big names that are going to be coming on. Olin Krutz is going to give us his first thoughts on Caleb Williams at 5 o'clock. Hasn't been on the score in several weeks, in fact, Olin Krutz. Looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, if you're in in attendance, uh, you, you get a mic if you want it. And Aurelio's is hooking it up. So there's going to be food here. It's going to be a great time tomorrow, 2 to 6, on the score. If you're already planning on coming, you've already um, gotten the uh, the attendance designation know that there will be pizza. So do, do we know what time? I don't know if that means uh, those listeners should skip lunch or skip dinner. I don't know. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. But there will be food here. Pizza. All by myself. Nobody will eat. Long as, eat Michael's, pizza. long as Michael's not here, you'll get some. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. But it's not all about quarterbacks. Tanny will be here, too. Everyone gets five minutes to sit in the control room with Tanny and press whatever buttons you want. Wow. Oh, wow. How big about offer, that, huh? Big offer. That's, yeah. That is Mitch pretty big. Mitch promised that personally. Wow. Okay. Really nice, really nice guy. I'm taking tomorrow off in a related story. Oh, no way. The town hall? 
I mean, if someone's going to be pushing buttons every five minutes in Tanny's show, I only do shows from Tanny's This is your idea, dude. You're the, you're the Justin Caleb Williams guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that, my idea for content was to talk about the quarterback situation in Chicago. It's true. It's true. It's nailed, nailed that. Why I'm in the top ten. Uh, so <laughs> That's so insulting to those of us who dropped out. Oh, well, you know, but you're... I don't know. The stadium stuff will get us right back. Oh. I don't know. Baseball, things that matter in spring training. Oh. We got that coming up. God. We got a lot. Of- I, I hate our love language. What a good teammate he is, right? Just absolutely crapping on the things that we love. He is. A- is there a positive vibe I, in here right now? Kind of, Mark. It's just the way it rolls. Grody will be fun. here tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Four yeah. o'clock yeah. hour for go. Mark Grody. He'll be here. You could throw things at him. His that'll, vibes are positive. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Ed Rusher. Ed Rusher. What is it, Danny? It's not just a defensive end that we're talking about, probably in this defense, but edge rusher as a concept is is bigger than that. Well, in this defense, though, we are talking about a defensive line, right? I assume you are not thinking that they're going to spend even more resources at linebacker after TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds went about as well as it could have possibly gone last year. I I am not, but I wanted to make it clear as we talk about edge rushers to the listeners out there in a lot of, a lot of times as you're looking for lists of this stuff, they just list it as edge because it's either defensive end or outside linebacker in the four, three in the Tampa two defense, this version of it for sure. It's they want it to be somebody who can both set an edge as a defensive end and also unleash the pass rush moves. And sometimes you see them toggle back and forth between their guys. Who On can some do of the things. lists that out there, but I but I think the distinction that we also should make here is: Are we just talking about pass rush? Because there are defensive linemen that generate a pass rush who line up the vast majority of their snaps on the interior that would help tremendously where I could see them saying we need to upgrade a pass rush other than Montez sweat. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really matter where it comes. From. Like you've talked about Chris Jones being your dream. Sure. That's not an edge rusher. No, correct. He does line up sometimes at edge because he moves around, but he is a pass rushing defensive lineman without a doubt. And Christian Wilkins is another correct. Um, yeah. out there. The dolphin who is expected to get a franchise? I was going to say I'd be so, that, that's and that's the other thing that we have to do. Here. So anyway, those those are two guys on the inside. Uh, but I, I came into this thinking we were talking about DEs. Okay, yes. okay. So I think that we should cross names off that people are going to see and ask about. Okay, because like like Josh Allen, for example, Josh Allen of the Jaguars, not the Buffalo Bills quarterback. Correct. Right. J- Josh Allen, Jaguars, uh, very good season last year. Uh, what he had 19 sacks, right? 90 pressures. He was incredible. Top five pass rusher in the NFL. Last Only year. 27 years old, 6'5, 255. He's there. Think of him as their Jalen Johnson. Now, he was a first round pick, but like premium position, homegrown, coming out of his first deal, having the best season of his career. They're not letting him go. He will not hit free agency. It might get contentious. He might request a trade, uh, but he's going to get the franchise tag. All right, can I go next? Brian Burns of Carolina. They have rejected reportedly some ridiculous trade offers for him in the past, including multiple first-round picks. 26 years old. He's not going anywhere. 6'5", 250. 
crazy good suddenness, quickness, pass rush. I agree he's not going anywhere unless they decide to work out a trade for some reason. Correct. Uh, and then the other guys that I would say for sure are not, I don't think Chris Jones is in play. And um, I don't think Christian Wilkins is in play. I do think that the guy, uh, Mare Buke, Justin Mare Buke mm-hmm. on the Ravens, I do think he's in play. It would be expensive. It's not a pure edge rusher, but it is a max effort pass rusher runs like defensive lineman talent. I just I do I, think he's in play. I I I think they're gonna probably draft another one, and but but they like their interior line mix. I think they, they like yep. Dexter Pickens. I believe Justin Jones will be back, and we know they love Andrew Billings who they signed to an extension. So they'll need more than that, but spending a bunch of money there or a high draft pick doesn't seem super likely. Okay, and he's not an edge. So we can we can cross him off for the experiment. So that Cross him off then. Right. Thank you. So does it get back to Daniil Hunter? I think Daniil Hunter is the top realistic target if they decided they wanted to spend legit money on a veteran edge rusher. 29 years old, 6'5" 263 he he's got a really complete skill set and he's entering his 10th season but he's not even 30 years old yeah uh yet and has been very consistent and productive he is excellent it would surprise me a bit because of the redundancy with montez sweat if they went that old frankly I agree. That's what would surprise me about Daniil Hunter is that it strikes me as not pairing young and old and, in fact, going older than Montez Sweat and also very expensive. It's the type of thing that you can do when you've got a quarterback on a rookie contract Mm -hmm. and you've got some premium positions locked in cheap. Like if you have receiver on rookie contract, uh, right tackle on rookie contract, left tackle on rookie contract, and quarterback on rookie contract, you can spend big at both edge rushers and corner and linebacker, but it still seems like a very expensive allocation of resources to the defensive side of the ball. That's an important caveat, though. Like, if they go quarterback wide receiver at one and nine, and I don't know that those wide receivers are going to be there, or if they go quarterback tight end or whatever, um, then, yes, you could see them needing a veteran edge rusher, maybe somebody at a shorter time horizon contract-wise than what Daniil Hunter is likely to get. And so we'll get to some of those names a little further down the list. Veterans who might fit for like a one-year plug-and-play or even a two-year plug-and-play because they will have money. You know, you might have a rookie free safety that you're trusting and paying on a rookie deal as well as the rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver. Yeah, I listen, that hangs over all of this, right? What they do at nine impacts the biggest free agent spend. I think that's pretty clear. Yep. Because if they, like you said, if they go receiver at nine, the biggest free agent spend is likely to be center or edge rusher. If they go edge rusher at nine, the biggest spend might be receiver. And there will be a future polls position where we talk about veteran free agent uh, wide receivers in the event that they draft a tight end, a tackle, or, Mm -hmm. or a defensive player. So, so I think Daniil Hunter, unlikely. Zadarius Smith is another one that he's 31 years old. Yep. So these guys like this find it difficult to get long-term deals. They, they, they just do. Unless it's staying with a team and they're working with them and they believe in the work ethic so much and they continue and 
maybe you end up, um, you know, in Philly until you're 36, like Brandon Graham, you know? But Zadarius Smith, I think he might be surprised at what's out there contract-wise. Veterans often, and that's the type of thing where like he won't sign day one of free, right? He won't sign March 13th. And today, we should we should also note for people that are following this stuff closely, today's the first day of the franchise tag window being open. It's March 5th is when it closes. Teams often don't do it right when it opens because they don't want the negative headline out there any longer than they need to because players perceive it to be a negative headline. So, and it buys them more time to negotiate if in fact that is happening. But with the combine uh, being next week, it's, it's a procedural date in the NFL calendar, but expect Jalen Johnson to have the franchise tag placed on him between now and March 5th. Yeah. So that's coming to, and that's going to come for a lot of these guys that we're talking about. What do you think about, or where did he come in your, in your uh, research into this? My hardcore research. Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff is really interesting because he is in his athletic prime. And and he, to me. At just 26, 6'3", 255. And is a pass rusher. He is a younger Yannick Ngakwe. He's a specialist. He is that that is what he does. He goes after the quarterback. He had a very good season. Uh, a lot of Jets fans want him back, mm-hmm. but he's going to be on everybody's list because of his age and the feeling that he hasn't hit his ceiling yet. His pressure rate is the best in the whole free agent class of edge rushers, and the Jets have spent a lot of money on the defensive line, so. There are right. a lot of people who think that he is. That he's, indeed, the, he's the he's the odd man out, so so to speak. Yeah, that that he'd, he'd be he'd that, be very exciting and probably pretty damn expensive. He'd 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 be the most expensive signing of your offseason. But in your talk talk about adding a guy who that that would be kind of like I mean he's younger than Montez Sweat. Mm-hmm. He's a little younger than right. He's DJ in that DJ Moore rank. Like you would feel like you would have his prime three or four years, which again lines up with cheap offensive premium position. So I do think that the Bears will be in on Bryce Huff. He's, well, high, he's high on my list. That'd be really interesting. If it, if that is your prime free agent spend, you know, is Bryce Huff or, I mean, if it is, it does end up being something like that, then you're looking at rookies kind of all over the place uh, and 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 something's going to fall through the cracks. Maybe it's that second tight end, that upgrade tight end. You can't upgrade every position. You can't right. you can't do it everywhere. So maybe that's going to be a veteran on a short prove it deal. And we'll get to some of those tight ends if we if we need to. Guys like Hunter Henry are out, are out there, you yeah. know? Somebody who can block and catch and we'll be looking for a deal and and you won't have to break the bank for him. Do you think there's any chance they go after Chase Young? No. No, I think they know. I think they chose the right Washington defensive end in terms of makeup. They got the right one. Chase Young was a beast in the Super Bowl, but he was not a beast for lots of Niners games before that and lots of Washington games. And then there's been injuries, and they've got somebody in Montez who can scout him pretty directly. Right. I agree. The Super Bowl was impressive. The first half of that game, in particular, he made a couple of plays. He had the sack. He had the forced intentional grounding. Like he, he was a disruptive player. He is a freak of nature athletically, mm-hmm. but questionable motor. And if he's not going to have a motivation playing in playoff games in a contract year, when is he ever going to be out there? Man, it's crazy. You look at some of these lifer 
defensive ends, these lifer pass rushers. Like Kyle Van Noy had a really good year last year in San Diego on a $1.4 million deal. On a one-year $1.4 million deal. Yeah. Like Bud Dupree is at, at, at 31, and he's, he's mostly outside line, linebacker, but he can play defensive end. He did for Atlanta. And he signed a cheap deal last year. Jadavion Clowney played for $2.5 million last year in Baltimore. So it's like an addition like that, I feel like I feel like it's probably going to happen, even if they draft a young edge, like, you know, add somebody who can who can add to your pass rush possibilities. Well, that's that to me, like like safety, it is a one year deal, veterans, you can age well. Like I think it's very in play that they say there isn't an edge rusher in the draft this year and they band-aid it again. Right. Not with Daniil Hunter, because that's multiple years and more expensive, but with a name that you would know and get excited about. What about you, Davion Clowney? Yeah. Like, to me, that one makes a lot of sense also. Not the primary edge rusher. Disappointing. Had a very good year, though, with with the Ravens and is the type of guy that, when healthy, is disruptive, especially if he isn't counted on to be the number one guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, played well with the Ravens, ton of defensive talent. Played Play, well played, with Miles Garrett. Right, played well with Miles Garrett, not the number one guy. So, I think Clowney makes sense. A texter says Jonathan Greenard from the uh, from the Texans. I think that makes sense. I Jonathan Greenard is 27, 6'3", 263, very quick off the ball. Um, but the size is a better fit as kind of an outside linebacker than he is a defensive end. He's put his hand in the ground, though. Like, he'll he'll do that, too. I think he can do both. Um, Leonard Floyd is a name you're going to hear. Man. I know. Been there. Time is a flat circle. Lived, I know. I know. That. I know. Mm. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to come down to, is Ryan Poles likely to spend big at the same position he already spent big on? Like, I think no. Right? I I think no also. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more likely that you're going to get a one-year deal on a veteran paired with a draft pick than spending big money on this spot. You've got an expensive linebacker. You're going to have an expensive corner. You've got an expensive edge rusher. I think he's more likely to put financial resources elsewhere on the team, yeah. like center. You know what I mean? He doesn't have an expensive offensive line. I think I think I think band-aiding it is going to be very probable. The more we talk about it, I mean, unless he falls in love with somebody at nine and there's no wide receivers there. Well, listen, if you can get the best defensive player in the draft at nine, that's always going to be good value if you think that player is great. And there's a real chance that eight offensive players go in the first eight picks. That's, you know, that's that's very in play based on a lot of these mock drafts. I should say in a year where Dwight Freeney just got elected to the Hall of Fame, along with the three Bears, um, I, that I love short pass rushers. I've always loved short pass rushers, very, very famously, whether it's Dwight Freeney or his partner Robert Mathis or Elvis Doomerville, like dudes. Wow, I did not think we were going to hear a Doomerville reference, okay? Dudes who get low, get lower. Were you a Derek Thomas guy? Uh, well, yeah, but he was like he was like poor man's LT. I, well, he got crazy he, speed. Well, he got, and he got down low to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, crazy bend. Yeah. Right. But, but like, you know, I, I think when you're short and you're a battering ram like that and okay. you get low, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of that of that profile sometimes. So who's the shortest of these pass rushers? 
I'll find a short one. <laughs> the shortest The pass shortest rusher. free agent edge rusher. That's they're all weird too big. Way to, it's a weird way. To, they're all too big? Yeah, they're all like 6'5". Generally speaking, a, six an three. asset. Um, I'm aware. I got to say, I'd be pretty – like, I, I think that it is very in play that three tech is still an ad, though, more so than edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Like, Dexter was good, but was he good enough to actually answer the issue? When that is Matt Eberflus's thing, when he says DeForest Buckner's the favorite player he's ever coached, that the three techniques, the engine that drives it, yeah. that they tried to get o- uh, Larry Ogunjobi, fails the physical, that they liked Jalen Carter, but they didn't like the character stuff. I just. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Get, let's spend on that. Yeah. Get me Christian Wilkins. I'll be badgering for it. Get me Christian Wilkins. Like if, if, the, if the Dolphins don't franchise tag him. And then he could say, okay. Will be cheaper at edge rusher, but they're they're going to be expensive there because that's asking it's still asking a lot of Javon Dexter to be to be that good from that draft position and this and, fast. And they've lined up Dexter all over the place, uh, and Dexter has lined up outside when he was in in Florida. He was kind of learning some three technique stuff and found it um, towards the end. Yeah, I mean it depends how much they believe in him and want to give him time. He he didn't surpass Justin Jones for snaps until. Until very right. late in the season, yeah, it's a, it just it's a risk. So I I'll, I'll say I'd be I'd be very excited with Bryce Huff, but it'll be expensive, and I think it's more likely that you get a Jadavion Clowney type on a on a one year deal like Yannick Ngakwe. Those will be the two names uh, that I'll attach to this conversation. Okay, um, that's that's fair. I'll, I'll throw in one more of the veteran names. I, I mentioned him, Kyle Van Noy, older, but man, he was. He was he was he was real still good. productive. Still still very very productive. But um, I think the clowny thing makes a ton of sense. I'll be shocked if it's Daniel Hunter. We are going to get into Justin Fields' social media habits, things that matter from spring training. Tom Ricketts talking and not maybe helping the cause, but had an unbelievable. Uh, parenting experience over the weekend facilitated through sports. It's Parker's at Spiegel on the screen. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I don't know what's going on with any of it. Afternoons on the score. Bedard, not done yet. It trickles in. He scores. Welcome back, Connor Bedard. His first goal off the injured list. And they're all beauties. Oh, God, it was so great, man. Um, We talked about it a bunch on Friday. You taking Owen to his first hockey game, Saturday afternoon game. The Blackhawks won because the Bulls don't have any Saturday afternoon games. No Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, holiday afternoon. Earliest tip was an early season. They had a game that tipped at six. Every other game is seven, seven thirty. The the Bulls Bucks game I'm going to on March first. Game tips at nine o'clock. Uh, which I mean, whatever, it's fine for me. But they they the Hawks did this thing. They called it best day ever. Like that was the slogan for the day, and it was the you know kid. kid oh, I'm having the best day ever, and it was just like all the graphics on the scoreboard were kid centered, and some of the promotions they brought out. It wasn't just Tommy Hawk, the normal mascot. They had the little hawk, so like a like a like a, it was like a kid in there. I'm unfamiliar with the little hawk. Yeah, it was it was little baby. It, Tommy it was hawk? like baby Tommy Hawk. Wow. Uh, the the in stadium announcers, you know the the MCs or whatever. They had a they had a kid with him like a 10 year old 12 year old kid uh, on the on the microphone yeah seriously gene honda all day every day i'd be so mad no i think uh, he's talking about like the rev up people yes no, no gene know? honda was still there gene honda was john, john yeah, yeah john what's john hansen john yeah. hansen yeah, yeah uh, from wgn he's a delightful you guy. can't let children around gene honda's cigarettes you just can't <laughs> <laughs> they cannot be exposed yeah. to that much cigarette smoke that early uh, good afternoon kids give me another pack of pom but it was just it, Owen, he also was like he he could tell that like I I did a good job we did a good job Steph and I of like getting him excited for it, talking it up. We call him Owen Data Adventures. Sometimes he goes on Owen Mama Adventures. Oh yeah, where it's just the two of them where they uh, get to, like like. Steph- Boy, those are going to evolve over the years, huh? Yeah. Those Owen Data Adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to do it with Eli. But like, yeah, and, and you you got him the uh, the hoodie. Did you go Target hoodie? No, what did did Team Store? Oh, look at that. Did did, did Team Store? So yeah, went Father. down. Went that went down there. He was not he was not wearing Hawks gear, but. Walked into the gate through through the team store, but even before that, we park the car, and just in whatever lot we parked in, get out of the car. As I get him out of his car seat, first thing he says is, "He goes, I'm so excited." Aww. And a, a, a lady was getting out of the car right next to us. That's she, the best. She just goes, "Oh, that's adorable!" Oh, like he was so excited that's why society needs children i mean there's other things like you know advancing the species and staying alive and everything but like the 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 child like excitement you need that to remind yourself what a lucky sob you are to be going to a game yeah the whole because the whole time like driving down there right when are we gonna be there you say how long till we're there he's like just so pumped about it and then we park get him out of the car feet hit the ground so excited uh, so it was just, he had like a perfect attitude from, from the beginning. Buy him the hoodie. Uh, at Target? We saw or you guys. Let team him. store. Team, team store. store. I said Good. team store. Uh, I, said, I just want to make sure, want to make sure you didn't take your kid covered to that. some knockoff Blackhawks. No, no, no. He got Stuff. the real deal. Oh, and Good. daddy did look like they were wearing Target's finest apparel though by that Jordan statue. No, that it was. look Target-ish. Did it really? That, 
My, my thing was... No disrespect. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. find some great deals on some team stuff. I there. have the same quarter zip that Danny has. They gave it that to us one night. We went with Mac. When we went a few years ago. Yeah. So yeah. I, mine so was free. Giveaway, yeah. mine no, was, it wasn't a giveaway. It's like legit majestic, I they think. They gave it to you. Mine, they gave it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. My, mine was free. I'm surprised he wasn't wearing a Joe's Stone Crab gift card. Uh, you know what I mean? Oh, Owens, I paid. Oh. It, was a, it was like a $55 kid's hoodie from the team store. That, oh, was, yes. that, that was a legit... He's not worth that. I, that's what I'm saying. It was, he, it was Eli expensive. is, though. That kid. Hand what is this? Disney on ice? Eli's going to get a hand-me-down. Uh, That's how it works for, for number sure. two. Uh, French fries and a beer right when we get there. For not, him? No, no. For, for <laughs> I, That's beer, not. Beer for me. Beer for me. D- D- Child fries. services on line three. Beer, beer for me. French fries for him. Oh, okay. Do you he, have any of his fries? Of course. Okay, good. Of course. Uh, he was a, a little... Little intimidated, like I expected him to be. He was asking, crowd. You think it was the crowd noise. that got him? The noise. noise. Sure. He, he was. At, he was asking about his headphones, and I was like, "Buddy, it, you know, we were like blaring music on the way down." I was like, "Buddy, it's not even as loud as it was in the car." And he was like, "Okay, okay." And he was just a little cautious. Then he asked for the headphones, gave them to him ahead of the anthem, like like it was like the ramp up video gets going, leading into the anthem. Because you hate Jim Cornelison. So he wore he wore the headphones for the anthem. You can still hear a little with the headphones on. Of Don't course. worry, Owen. He's going to point to where the flag is when he says the flag is still there. No point. Exactly. <laughs> he was he was confused. He was curious. Now, and then he saw it. Were the headphones plugged in? Or were they connected via Bluetooth to your phone? Was he listening to Blues Clues or something? No, 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 not at all. Just just noise canceling. Just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> little aid. Little take it off. Take the edge off a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Like your beer. Like my beer. Is that why you let him hit the pen before you got it there too? <laughs> no. No, he does not get to hit the pad. Already like just the keep DCFS on the line, so they <laughs> yeah. don't have to keep calling. They have the hotline. <laughs> they should. They should at this point. Everyone loves it, Mama. He's very excited to be and with his, his dad. And his dad, apparently. Uh, Who knew? Then he t- then he takes the headphones off, but before the game starts, like he was he was he was ready. He was ready. He saw like another kid around him that wasn't wearing the headphones. Uh-huh. He was all about it. Was he cold at all? You know, I was concerned about you were, that. No, didn't complain about the temperature one time. How about and again, you? The hoodie was nice. Were you cold? <laughs> A little chilly. Consider putting on the See, jacket. See, I knew it. I consider. I the thing that we got was pretty thin. It was a little kind of a the quarters uh, up. Right. Thin, thin you gotta quarters bring up. an extra layer to the Hawks team. I, I, so I, I was, I was fine for a little, a little chilly. Um, That's why I was asked. I was very concerned. So, so game starts. Game starts. Is he following the puck, the runaway breadcrumb, asking where it was, oh, like asking what's going on. Join the club, buddy. Yeah, exactly. Like. But asking adorable questions. Yeah, what, Daddy? What's for checking? Some what? of that. No, no. What, why is it a puck? He asked me, like, instead of a ball. That's a good question. That's a really good yeah, question. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never thought about that. There's no way to know. Said, Let me call hockey. He said, why is it a puck? <laughs> Let me look it up. Dear hockey. <laughs> yeah. I considered asking Eddie O. I was like, I don't have a good answer for That's you. That's hockey. If you were going to call hockey, would you call Eddie O? Is that who you'd call? I think so. Pat yeah. Foley, maybe? Yeah. So that they, they were reunited this past weekend, by the way. Oh. They, they, did, some, they did some cool games. Uh, then. Anyway, carry on. First goal of the game happens, and I pick them up in celebration when they play. Uh, bam, 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 yeah, bam, bam. when they play the song, Chelsea Dagger. Chelsea Dagger. Thank you. And that's why, why I'm here. It's literally why I'm here. And he, the smile, like ear to ear, doesn't even do justice how happy he is about like all the way around the head. Hockey? Yeah, yeah, about <laughs> um, about the, about the communal moment of sports joy what shared. What are you doing? To shared this kid? by fifteen to eighteen thousand people. He couldn't. Right? Be, he couldn't believe it's it. It's amazing. He could not believe what was happening. In terms, and like I'm like, 
All right. That's the best, man. You're, you're making me think of it. And took Ruben to a, a Cubs game, and, like, that first time he hears Go Cubs Go and sees everybody singing along, he's like, oh, my God, look at all these happy people. Yeah. It's powerful. So I'm like, all right. Now I'm like, I have to document this. Like, I want to I wanna be sure that I remember it. And so you I, have to share it at the expense of the rest of your day with them. Obviously get content and, you know what I mean? Sure. We're only human. Yeah. And so, I, I, now, so now I have my phone out, and I'm just kind of ready for whenever the next goal is so that I can just start, like, filming us doing the celebration. And the next goal is Bedard. And so he gets it, and it's the same thing. I pick him up, uh-huh. have the, and he smiling ear to ear. I, I saw sh- that video. I mean, come on. It's delightful. 11 out of 10 on the adorable scale. Even even the Grinch's heart grew three sizes that day. It was amazing. It's incredible. It was great. And the whole- I mean, and he's he's cute. I don't know how you did it. It's, it's not Steph. Me. It's Steph. It's definitely Steph. He's like adorable and like having a good time. And Bedard? You- yeah. Both of them. Yeah, Steph, <laughs> Steph had a lot to do with that, too. Danny was holding Bedard <laughs> in his arms. He's so little. <laughs> he's so little. That's a new Blackhawks promotion. <laughs> you get to hold Connor Bedard like he's a child in your arms. Uh, hockey also, very good for kids like in terms of the pacing of it. The game is fast. There's mm-hmm. not a ton of long stoppages for until sure. there are long stoppages for the intermission. But then cool stuff happens, too. He was all about the Zamboni, and it was a good time to say, like, hey, when this ends, you know, we'll go get ice cream. And so at the first intermission, oh, yeah. scoop of strawberry ice cream. That might be the best deal in Chicago. It's like it's six bucks. For a single for, scoop of ice cream? But it's a Big scoop Ooh, of ice cream. That doesn't speak well for Chicago if that's the best deal we got. I know. At Pro Sports, maybe. Best Pro Sports deal. It, it was got to be a I'm White Sox saying, deal. It was an better. ample amount of ice cream. He could not believe how much ice cream he got because I got my own ice cream. And as soon as they, they gave me my ice cream and his, I was like, oh, I've made a terrible parenting decision. Because this is... 6x the amount of ice cream that he normally gets. Sure. It, you know what I mean? If he gets a serving of it. So he's just... Going to town on it. It's a race before it can melt out of the bowl. It's all over the new sweatshirt. He's now hopped up on sugar. So that means he lasts really strong for the second period or most of it. Second period was no problem. Yeah, because the second period, he was eating his ice cream. Because the first part of the first intermission, Zamboni. Did he have his own seat? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Second part of the intermission is the adventure to go get the ice cream. So we get back to our seats a minute into the second period. Now he's eating his ice cream and getting hopped up on sugar for the entirety of, of the second period. Mm-hmm. Second intermission happens. More Zamboni time. So you already hit the over, by the way. We had second intermission as the moment when you would have to leave. Yes. And so I was like, do you want to watch more hockey? And he was like, yeah. And then we're at the 18-minute mark of the third period. So we've survived the second intermission. Uh-huh. Hockey star. He goes, Dad, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> He realized, oh, they're just gonna keep doing this they're thing. Just huh? keep doing it. I'm like, I'm right. good. I'm like, all right, buddy. Well, like we we waited this long. Let's wait a little longer. And he's like, okay. And then at the 13 minute mark, he said it again. I was like, all right, we're good to go. You beat the traffic. Killed the traffic. It's tra- yeah. perfect. It, I mean, exquisite. Could not have gone better. Textbook. It, it, it was executed flawlessly. You deserve a hockey fan as a I, kid. I don't know. You deserve. I want him to explain icing to you. I, 
I mean, it, he's that like could be three coming. games away from being on my level. <laughs> Imagine just having like another Jason Bernstein, though. Right. That's tough. You know, like, how much money Dan spent on hockey for Jason Bernstein? Yeah, that true. does seem intimidating. He was yeah. threatening Danny with that the other day. Like, you're late. You should you probably stop taking him. Yeah, Bernstein's he's got be a very goalie. strong feeling. He's like, you're late to get him up on skates. Do not let him do Nutrier hockey. They're miserable. And then Hall was like, you've got plenty of time. Don't worry about it, buddy. Well, yeah, I'm probably going to come out a little bit more. On so here. that's delightful. So you, you think um, you think Blackhawks, where, where does it rank as potential, you know, for, for people to take their kids to for an early manageable game like that? I, Sounds good. I mean, Sounds like a listen, very good the, the Bulls do a great job of putting on a thing, too. I just, it's late. It's late for little kids. 7 or 7.30 tip-offs for a two-and-a-half-hour game and then a commute home. Or you feel like, okay, if you take a little kid to a 7 o'clock game and you're going to leave early, Bulls games are expensive. Blackhawks games are expensive. So it's like you want to get the bang for your buck on on a ticket. So it's crazy to me that not one or two games, one or two games a year for both winter sports teams should be manageable weekend, noon, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, tip-offs or or puck drops for one or two home games a year for for every team just to make it a little bit more Mm -hmm. family-friendly. And I I genuinely think the Hawks did a great job. And Bedard, man, the the place was buzzing. He was back. He he had an assist on the first goal, scored the second goal. They won the game. He had the other one taken off. Uh, It was was very impressive. So you saw some of those skills. Did you have a moment of being like, oh, I haven't seen many people do that? I mean, it's obviously noticeable with how he skates. You know? I mean, he just, he's just I mean, the the ability for him to get the shots off quick from weird angles. Like mm-hmm. that's that was th- those two things were were noticeable. I heard he's fast. Can yeah, you he's fast. That? He's fast. Quick quick release on the shot. You know, when I saw the Bedard and the Blackhawks play, it seemed like nobody else was thinking the game like him. Like he didn't have anybody who could could be his running buddy, and he seems to have developed one with this kid Philip Kurashev. And like I saw Lazarus writing the other day, is this his long term wingman? It's like because he if, if people start playing at his level and thinking the game with him, that could be a very good and healthy. Thing. Yeah, great kid to build it around. Mm-hmm. Se- seemed awesome. It was just uh, it, I was I, I had a great day. It, it was just a, it was a great Father Sunday. And he was like, hey, can we go to a football game next? And I was like, no. No, we cannot. <laughs> no, we cannot, buddy. Those are work and not as much fun to be at. Yeah. It's just college. Too- Take him to a Big Ten game. Take him to a Northwestern game. Yeah, man, right. Yeah. That's right. That's probably the move for for football. But but I, I, especially he'll see the band. He'll feel the vibe. Rowdy, yeah. rowdy kids yeah. in the stands. I'm not taking him to an NFL game for a while. I don't. I don't think. I don't I, want to go to one either. I have no interest in taking him to, to an NFL game for 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 quite a while. But pro- probably Wrigley, the next one, maybe a late Bulls game, but probably not till next season, is uh, is the thought there. Uh, this is a crazy story of maybe a worst case scenario for a sports executive. Next on the score, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. A source told the Parkinson Spiegel Show on 670 The Score. I know those guys. Afternoons on The Score. Rendon high.
in the air center field. Garcia warning track in the wall and it's gone. Anthony Rendon on a three run homer to make it six to five. Tigers broadcaster Jason Benetti on the call. Oh, God. This Sunday, by the way, is the, smart. is the Chris Jellio, Chris Chelios jersey retirement game. Mully and Haw, tomorrow and Thursday, chance to win a pair of tickets to the game. That's cool. On the number seven, it's going to the Rafters, not the Raptors. The Blackhawks host the Red Wings on Sunday at the UC. It's courtesy of Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. So just be listening to Mully and Haw. Danny, four years ago, Anthony Rendon was coming off an incredible year at the end of three really, really good years for the Washington Nationals. And he signed a big money deal. Seven years, a hundred and, or excuse me, $245 million to go to the Angels. Yeah. Many teams wanted him. There was a little bit of a theory then that he chose the Angels because expectations would be lower. There's just a little bit of theory about that. Just kind of quiet. But since then, four seasons, Anthony Rendon has played 52 games, 58 games, 47 games, 43 games. If you add up all of his home runs in RBI the last four years, it is less than his totals in the final year with Washington. It's been a rough go. And there's been bumpy things along the way. Remember he got in a fight with a fan, like like grabbed onto a fan. Last year he was asked, after being quiet for like three months about an injury, he was asked, like, are you considering retirement? And he said, I've been considering retirement for the last 10 years, said last year. He's, he's had a vibe of not really giving a crap about the game. I got to be honest, I kind of respect it. Like, you, like, not having your job be everything to you is healthy. It does show a work-life balance. It does show priorities. Having said all of that, it's not what any fan, coach, or executive wants to hear when you give a guy $245 million fully guaranteed. So well, just, you don't care? Yeah, right. Because he's saying, it's not, he's not saying I don't care. Well, He's just saying it's never been a top priority. The actions of the last four years have led a lot of people to wonder whether he cares or not. This is him like uh, two days ago at Angels Camp. Is it still a top priority for you, though? That's never been a top priority for me. This is a job, so I do this to make a living. Uh, my faith, my family come first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. Is it a priority? Oh, it's a priority for sure. This is my job. I'm here, aren't I? Do you want to be here? I don't want to talk to you guys at <laughs> seven in the morning or whatever time <laughs> it is. So, Did you, I mean, do you want? I mean, do you want to like be here playing baseball? I have answered baseball? your question. So why do you keep thinking at it? <laughs> Oh, he's notoriously prickly with the media as well. But, uh, yeah, not a top priority. Faith and family. Look, I agree in theory that should all be – that should be how any of us live. It's definitely how I, I, I try to live where the job is not as important. But this is not just in a bubble. This is this dude's actions over the last four years and the fact that a lot of people think this was a plan executed. Like, oh, I know who won't care. Angels fans. <laughs> they won't care. And I don't have to be a Dodger or I don't have to be with a team where the expectations are high. Angels, That's the Chris Bryant Rockies theory. It, it, it really is, as a matter of fact. Just like go follow the money and then you've made the money and then you play hard when you play, but don't fight to play hard. And that's rough. It's not something that any fan is going to like or relate to. But isn't that a GM's worst nightmare? Like when you're making a big investment in somebody, you're like, oh, they might just stop caring. 
in baseball, you know, with all the guaranteed money, you got to freaking worry that somebody's going to stop giving a crap. We saw it with some of the White Sox, right? We all praised Rickon for signing guys early, buying out arbitration years, and then it blew up in their faces. And then because we don't face any consequences for wrong predictions or statements that are hypocritical or contradictory, then on the back end, we can be like, well, I wonder if it was a mistake to give all of those guys those contracts early because you took away the carrot. What was their incentive to work their hardest and play their best if they had already been taken care of financially? That's the beauty of doing what we do compared to doing what they do. But you got to know your guy. You know, like Nico Horner got paid. Doesn't seem like it's changing his mm-hmm. work ethic, preparation, love of the game, drive to be better. It does not. Any of that stuff, right? That That's, that's part of the scout of the player. Absolutely. And I got to say the backdrop is part of like the angels thing is going to go down as a legendary and epic fail for, uh, you know, having trout and Otani in their primes and winning nothing. You know, it's, it, it is, it is absolutely legendary with an owner who wants to spend throwing around money, but just doing it poorly. It's uh, it, it's a colossal failure and disappointment. 245 million. He ain't going to retire. I don't care how much he cares about his faith or his family. They'd love it if he did. He's not going to retire they dream of until it. that contract has paid him his last dollar. And then baseball will not be any priority. I didn't I didn't know that he was that that, that he was this kind of this kind of efforted player. Like I didn't hear about that in, in Washington. But during the free agent scouting just a little it's really it's true for anything, right? It could be true for Caleb Williams, could be true for any big investment in a person, it's like you desperately got to make sure you're, you're with somebody who wants to be great and wants to work their ass off. And it can change. You can, it can, you could become a different person. Money changes people. Priorities change as you evolve and get older and become enlightened or become a parent or mm-hmm. any, any number of things uh, can change you. We have a statement from the White Sox and related Midwest about Jerry Reinsdorf being down in Springfield today meeting with state legislators. We'll get you uh, that statement on the other side. Plus the saga of Justin Fields unfollowing the bears on Instagram. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.